Thank you for listening to Cinephiles Digest. This is episode 99. Yes, you heard me. That is 99. And we are approaching our 100 episode milestone. And to celebrate the occasion, we have been counting down our top 100 films of all time. Today's episode is going to be a countdown of our 50 through 26 picks. Can't wait to get into it. And we're just going to dive right into it after I introduce my co-hosts. First up, Tom, what's going on, dude? Howdy, partner. And Travis, what's up? Howdy, partner. (laughs) You guys ready to do this thing? (laughs) Yeah. I'm ready. I have made a retroactive change um, to my bottom 50. Uh Uh-oh. All right. What's up? Because I forgot, I forgot a title that needed to be inserted. So, uh, uh, Wait, Tarantino's "Once Upon a Time" or "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" has been removed. What? <laughs> upon retrospect, <laughs> um, and uh, and "Burning" is now my number fifty-one. Oh, okay. all right. Interesting. So that's where it landed. So you cut out. Once upon a time in Hollywood, and then is fifty one one where you would have wanted it, or you just couldn't like? No, backed. It was just no. It had, to, it had to be about. top fifty. How did it come about? Uh, I remembered a childhood film that needed to be in the top fifty. Burning. <laughs> oh, I see. So no, burning no, no. Burning got, got pushed down. But right, got yeah. pushed. I see. Okay, okay. That makes more sense. All right. Yeah, okay. you'll never know what what resulted in this change it will remain a mystery you'll have to speculate all right well we'll see i'll probably have a pretty good idea once i hear you say it but we'll see (laughs) we'll see all right well let's let's get into it so uh i'll be going first so we're going to kick things off with the number 50 pick and for me that is mad max fury road One of the all-time great action films of all time, just start to finish, just absolute insanity. I love the set pieces in this film. I love the colors. I love the sound design. It's just absolutely batshit insane and kind of came as a surprise. Who would have thought so many years later that George Miller would have been capable of um, putting out such a banger, but he did, and it's huge, so... Mad Max Fury Road is my number 50. Great movie. Banger. Our Travis. Uh, my turn. My number 50 is Bound, directed by the Wachowskis. What? Have you guys ever seen this? No. This is your number 50? Yep. Getting get to the important <laughs> stuff. <laughs> 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 this is uh, one of the sexiest movies of all time. It has one of the best sex scenes ever. Make sure to watch the unrated version for bonus content. Uh, <laughs> has a lot of style. You can see, uh, you know, their early skill before the Matrix. 
Uh, it's one of those simple plan type movies. Got to love those. Uh, great performances all around. And uh, it's just a very entertaining and watchable movie. Interesting. I guess I'll have to make some right time on. for it. All right. Well, Tom, what's your number 50? Uh, super bad. Nice. Yeah, this is uh, the ultimate hangover film. You know, like I thought School of Rock when your was buds your came over, you got film. too drunk. Oh, you're right. Shit. Uh, it's the second penultimate <laughs> <laughs> hangover film. You're not getting away it's with also recycling a great, content. This on is this also show, a right? great. Um, this is a great like you're drunk and uh, the party's over, but you're not quite ready to go to sleep. Movie, so you throw it on, you fall asleep, and then you finish it in the morning. Oh yeah. yeah, that's very true. I would say it's also the ultimate like crossfade movie. Like mm-hmm. the party's over, everyone's going home, and you want to smoke a bowl, and then you just get mm-hmm. like way too fucked up and <laughs> and have super bad on in the background while you like <laughs> contemplate uh, your imminent death. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not speaking from Perfect. experience. You guys are selling the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows Superbad. It's a great movie. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's great for different reasons, but uh, yeah. (laughs) What do you you have to say about it? This is the ultimate night before you have a surgery scheduled movie (laughs) where you're just like, (laughs) it's huge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's hilarious. Yeah, we we know Travis. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's obvious. That's why it doesn't need to be said, I guess. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool pick. Um, number forty nine for me is Pixar's Inside Out. It's uh, my second favorite Pixar movie, and I just love the concept. I love the mileage they get out of this idea of you know these characters who represent different emotions that live in our heads and kind of pull different levers and impact decisions we make. And it's funny and heartfelt. And I'll never, ever get over the bing bong scene. Take her to the moon for me, Joy. Makes me tear up every single time (laughs) I watch it. I fucking love it. And uh, everyone's perfectly cast, too. Louis Black is is anger. Amy Poehler is joy. I mean, everyone's firing on all cylinders. Bill Hader is... uh, Who's the purple guy? Anxiety or or nervousness or something like that? I don't remember exactly what his, his title is, but um, yeah, I just, I, I love Pixar. Everybody knows this and uh, Inside Out is who one doesn't? of my favorites. I know, dude. I'm monsters. <laughs> That's who. Uh, one of my favorite Pixar movies. So 49 is where it landed. All right. Uh, my number 49 is kind of a boring pick. It's Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Hmm. Uh, not much to say here, but uh, it is very iconic and influential and was the one that pretty much made him. I know uh, Requiem, or Requiem, Reservoir Dogs, <laughs> uh, was the one that, you know, kind of got his name out there. But this is the one that skyrocketed him and uh, he's never really looked back since. So uh, it's probably due for a rewatch at this point. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, but it just feels right to have it on the list. So there it is. 
Mm. Yeah. Very cool. It should be on my list too. I don't know why I didn't put it on there. Um, my number 49 is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Whoa. Nice. The best of the Star Wars movies. It looks fantastic. It's most interesting plot-wise. Um, I love the settings. You know, even the Vegas planet yeah. kind of grew Just on me kill the after past, a couple watches. Yeah. But, too, um, but uh, yeah, I love this one. Hell yeah. That's great. All right. My number 48. It's the only Tarantino joint on the list. It is Kill Bill. And even though it's technically two films, this is volume one and two. Oh, I'm combining them into one. I, I, I never watch <laughs> one without watching the other. All right. I, I view them as one complete movie. And I don't really, I really don't have a preference between the two. I like them both for, you know, different reasons, but I like them equally. And uh, it's just, it's Tarantino's best movie. Man. You just no, want to put one extra movie on your list. There's no, it's, it's one movie. It's just Kill Bill. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's just no way around it. It's uh, Tarantino's best film. I won't hear otherwise. And uh, disagree. it's my number 48. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that works. <laughs> it's, it's your show, Matt. <laughs> uh, my number 48 is... Funny Games, the remake directed by Michael Honecker. Whoa, going with the remake, huh? Yep. Had to have one of his movies on the list, and I went with the remake just because it's a little more fun to watch, or maybe not fun, but it's <laughs> a little more... <laughs> it's easier to watch just because you don't have to deal with the subtitles, and it's also a little more modern, has a, you know familiar faces, uh, and I do like... Yeah, I like all the performances in it. Not to knock the original. They're pretty equal if it comes down to it, but had to pick one. Uh, it's a very disturbing movie, and uh, I just love the, the setting of it, how it's uh, in this, like, you know, like, perfect neighborhood, like, lake house setting, and then shit just goes crazy shortly after that, and... Uh, it just uh it's a weird movie because the whole point of the movie is to like get you to like turn it off at some point and see how long you can last um it's almost like he's saying you're sick if you make it through the whole movie i don't it's um I don't know, a very weird exercise especially since he made it twice but uh i think it's a pretty awesome exercise so it's on the list mhm yeah it's like uh it's like a variation of those like you know how long can you go without busting a nut porn videos you know <laughs> it's like the the opposite version of that <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah it's good shit <laughs> um all right that's 48 tom let's hear your 48 uh, my number 48 is Lost in Translation. Mm. Um, this movie is just like vibes for me. It's very lonely, but um, uh, I love the relationship that um, that Scarlett and Bill form in this, and I, I just root for them. And 
I go back to this one every two or three years and really enjoy it. Great soundtrack also. What's that band? Air. Air. I think it's just Air. Because <laughs> I listen to them. They're great. I know the name, but I, I couldn't not. tell you what they sound like. I've only seen Lost in Translation one time, and it was a very long time ago. I should remedy that. I feel like he'd be into it. Yeah, I remember yeah. liking it. I just, I don't know. I haven't put it back on. Probably because I only own it on DVD, so. <laughs> no, I'm not watching that horse shit. So, got to upgrade to the blue. Or the, you know, whenever Criterion puts it out or something. You have a weird uh, um, kind of order in which <laughs> things happen. <laughs> like, most people watch a movie, like it, and then buy it on Blu-ray. I saw it so long ago and liked it that I bought it on DVD. So, you know, it's similar. But mm-hmm. I just, you know, DVD just sat on a shelf. And now here we are in the year of our Lord, 2021. And uh, I'm not putting a fucking DVD in my uh, in my Xbox. So it it'll could just, break. It'll just have to wait. The Xbox. That's true. It's not safe. Good thing I have, you know. Two PlayStations, another Xbox, a fucking plenty of other. Wait, what point? What point were you trying to make there? Just that. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, I was just joking about that. The point I was trying to make is that um, you force feed things because you own them on Blu-ray. Oh, um, <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. Well, I'll get around to force feeding that one one day. I hope you do. All right. Number 47 is Abre Los Ojos, a.k.a. Open Your Eyes. Just got a rewatch in yesterday and um, fucking loved it just as much as the first time I saw it. This was the uh, movie that was later remade in English starring Tom Cruise, uh, Vanilla Sky, with uh, Penelope Cruz playing the same character. Um... But Open Your Eyes is just a, it's a mindfuck movie. And it's very, very sexy and entertaining and existential and provocative. And I fucking love it. And I think uh, Amenabar is a very underrated director. Nobody ever talks about that guy. But he did The Others. He did uh, The Sea Inside with Javier Bardem. He's put out some good shit. So, uh, open your eyes. I think it's criminally underrated, and I think everybody should watch it. And it's on Amazon. So, if you got Amazon Prime, check her out. It's a fantastic blend of sci-fi and romance. It's fucking good shit. Yeah, come on, people. Open your eyes. Watch yeah, this dude. damn movie. Come on. Have either of you seen it? Interesting. No, I haven't seen it. No, I never saw Vanilla <laughs> Sky either. Uh, I do. I've seen the I whole do thing. want to watch it though. I know it's one of your favorites. I was just waiting for it to pop up on the list. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if it's streaming, I should prioritize that. Yeah, I, I rewatched it just because it's been a while since I had seen it. So it it changed like two spots on my list. So I had it basically right right where it belongs, which is number forty seven. All right. Uh, my 47 is another boring pick. Just getting through the uh, IMDb top 250 here. Uh, Jaws, another movie that is very iconic, but uh, 
a very simple yet effective movie. Uh, it's got a great setting, and uh, I do like the progression of the film and just of the shark and how much you get to see of it and how much mayhem it causes. Uh, the music is great and uh, an amazing climax. Come every time. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch Jaws again. I've only seen movie. it start to finish maybe twice ever. I never saw it. <laughs> what? You've never seen Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. What but I have seen fuck? Deep Blue. You guys seen that one? Deep Blue C? Classic. No, just Deep Blue. Deep Blue. What? What is a Deep Blue? I know Deep Blue C. Is it Deep Blue C? Are you I thinking think of Blue Are you thinking of Blue Crush? No. <laughs> oh, Deep Blue is the computer that beat the chess champion. Is it Deep Blue Sea? With it has Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. Um, I was gonna say LL Cool J's in it. Yeah, yeah, he's in it too. Yeah, he's the chef or the preacher. He's a preacher. Okay, preacher man. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. Great, incredible shark, shark movie. movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. That's the one where uh, Samuel L. Jackson is like, "I'm tired of these motherfucking sharks in this motherfucking <laughs> tank or whatever." <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, sounds right. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Very cool. What are we talking about? Oh, Jaws. Jaws. Yes. Bring, just My bring it back. Seven. I'm done. Nice. Uh, Tom. All right, my number 47 is Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I really wanted this to be higher. Um, visually, it's, it's stunning. Um, and I love the music, even though the music is really just, you know, more of the same from the original. But um, I don't know. Something's missing from it. You're uh I think you're cutting out, Tom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to to put it higher on the list. Doesn't what is happening? really like uh make me feel sick movie. Can you hear what we're saying, Tom? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. What what do you hear? <laughs> It's it, it's like your voice was like slowed down and like spread out so like we heard everything you said but it was like I hope in chunks. Like that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh my god. I almost had to mute myself. But okay, say something Tom, are we are we back to normal? Yeah, are can you do that again? <laughs> Take 2. Oh no. Well, I just want to make sure we're we're good. <laughs> Say like something, Tom. Matt and I are in the future right now. <laughs> what is happening? Oh my God! Is he reacting to what we said uh, two minutes ago? Testing, testing. Ana de Armas, can hear. <laughs> All right, he must be way, but he must be way behind us. <laughs> I think I can't, I <laughs> I'm can't. dying. 
Okay. Maybe we uh can't debug can this. No, he can, but he's hearing yes, it like you. Wait, okay, are we caught up now or fucking Tom. Okay, there I'm going to say a series of numbers and then you say the next number. 1 2 3 Jesus. <laughs> that hit me like eight seconds late. Oh, no. Wait, what? What is going on? Oh, so you're hearing us as we do it, but we're he- hearing you. Wait. This is great podcasting. Guys. It's a mind fuck. Other way around. Other way you around? You broke the show with Blade Runner what happens 2049. Sky. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Reality is broken. It's all a dream. Oh, man. What are we doing here, that guys? Too good. Uh, yeah, are we are we restarting? Are we? <laughs> I mean, that's that's podcast gold. So, but we may need to potentially pause and come back. Status update, Tom. Um, what's number forty six on your list, Matt? <laughs> uh number 46 on my list is uh Super Bam. We just heard right about on. it. So we're just we're just rolling. We're just rolling rolling rolling, okay. dude. So 47 was Blade Runner 2049 for Tom. We didn't hear what he had to say, but great pick nonetheless. Well, I heard him. It was just You did? Broken up. <laughs> yeah, it was like broken up and like super chop like robotic and oh, it kept it was... like spacing. Did you were you hearing something different? Uh, it was very choppy. It was amazing, though. I can't wait to find out what this sounds like on the fucking recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's we'll All just right. keep rolling. We'll see how the rest of it goes. Uh, super bad, yeah. Um, it's just it's fucking hilarious. Uh, we just lost Tom. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 All right. Um, what you, do you, you think? Tried to play it off like nothing happened. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, here he's, he's reconnecting now. Let's see. We have, we might have to call it if it keeps happening and reconvene, but because we've Travis, we've gotten through four movies and you yeah. have an hour left. <laughs> yep. All right, Tom, are you are you back in here? I think so. All right, what? What do you think? Uh, let's, let's power through. Just just try to keep ch- chugging? Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're on 46. Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. If we get another setback, though, we should probably call it and uh, do the rest of it later. We don't have to start over. We can, like, you know, pick yeah. up from here. But. My, my concern is that the timing is still wrong, and, like, everything I say is going to be, like, four seconds late, and it's just going to sound terrible. So let's 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 test this here. I'm gonna do what you did, Tom. I'm gonna say one, two, and right after you hear two, say three. Okay? Yep. One, two. Three. Okay, see that's I think we're okay right now. What sure. about Travis though? Okay. <laughs> what the what a nightmare. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Super bad. What else is there to say? Classic comedy. Gotta love, uh, I almost said Jesse Eisenberg, Jesus. Michael Sarah, and uh, Jonah Hill, you know, one of the all-time uh, raunchy coming-of-age comedies. And uh, I quote this movie 
constantly. I actually just quoted it uh, with Travis the other day. Uh, the catch a glimpse of these warlocks quote is a favorite of mine. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. I, I sprinkle that one in uh, as often as I can. People just, don't forget. Yeah, people don't one. forget. That's a classic. <laughs> uh, the Iron Chef of Pounding Vaj is another good one. This is hilarious because all three of these quotes have like run in and out of my brain at one point or another in the last week. <laughs> or uh, pussies on the pavement, fellas. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just full, just full of quotes. Super quotable movie. And I love it. So that is super bad. Number 46. All right. Years ago, this was uh, my favorite movie of all time. It is uh, The Shawshank Redemption. That reveal or twist, whatever you want to call it, blew my mind back then. And uh, it's just another iconic, classic movie. Um, great narration and storytelling. It uh, has so many great scenes and moments. It's a very touching movie. And uh, yeah, Morgan Freeman rocks in this. Don't know what else to say, but yeah, it's just one of those iconic, classic, very watchable, sentimental, feel-good kind of movies. I've seen it one time that. and um, wasn't impressed. Wow. <laughs> Too cool, Matt. Too cool. No, it's a good movie. I just, I don't know. Never <clears throat> been one of my favorites. I, <laughs> that's true. You have to see it when you're <laughs> 13, Matt. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see it until I was an adult, so maybe that's why I'm... Very cool. All right, Tom. What's your 46? My number 46 is John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Um, I love all three of these movies for their uh, ridiculousness and their fight choreography and uh, for the the legend of John Wick. And uh, Chapter 3 just happens to be the number 46 version of this in terms of my priority. Very nice. I don't want you to spoil your list, so I won't ask the question, but I hope that's not the last we hear of uh, old Baba Yaga. <laughs> well, uh, I didn't uh, I didn't combine my trilogies or my oh. um, my uh, what what do you call a, a twofer into single entries like some people. Well, you know, Quentin Tarantino intended it for it to be one vision, but, you know, the studios, fucking, you know, Weinstein, <laughs> fucking guys. <laughs> and you can't rewrite history. Um, all right, fair. You can have it. I also did that with um, Casino and Goodfellas, but although that was that was a joke. Casino's not a top <laughs> one. Um, where were we? 45. 45 is another mindfuck movie, guys. It's Perfect Blue. Uh, it's uh, Satoshi Khan's animated uh, psychological thriller. Uh, this is a recent recent first time watch. I uh, saw it maybe four or five months ago, but it fucking blew my mind. I, uh, I love Satoshi Khan. He's uh, not just my favorite uh, filmmaker working within anime but he's uh one of my favorites in general i love paprika which very narrowly missed my list i love tokyo godfathers millennium actress he's uh he's the anime goat and uh perfect blue is i think his best and everybody should watch it it's uh it's insane in the membrane 
Number 45. Still need to watch that. Me too. All right. Talk about a mind fuck. My number 45 is Under the Skin, directed by Jonathan Glazer. This is a cool pick, some, some would say. <laughs> uh, lo- love the ideas at play here. It's, it's a pretty simple story. Um, and uh, I just love the visual style of it. We finally get to see ScarJo naked. That was a real triumph. That, that was uh, huge at the time. <clears throat> the look of the, uh, the underneath, like the black goo, is pretty awesome. Uh, love the score. That's what uh, kind of put Mika Levy or whoever you pronounce her name on the map. Uh, and it's just a very like creepy and disturbing movie. Um, but there's also just a, a touch of sweetness in there if you if you look hard enough. I. Uh, oh, sorry. I, oh, oh, I was I was gonna say I I really like this movie. And I, I tried rewatching it like a year ago. I forgot how truly fucking weird it is. Like I had to turn it off after 10 minutes because I was like, <laughs> this is fucked. Like I can't, I'm not in the right headspace right now to watch this. Like I, I knew it was weird, but I was like, I, <laughs> I can't do this right now. So I, I need to revisit it. But that the is a great pick. sequence is pretty rad, but um, I could see how it would be. Um, a little disturbing if you're not in the right mood. Yeah, by not in the right mood, I mean stoned out of my mind. If, yeah. In case you hadn't uh, picked up. On that. <laughs> 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 uh, nice, very cool. Um, Tom, what's your forty-five? John Wick. Check. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just think it's the best of the three. It's got um, you said it's the got first the puppy. one. Yeah, the first one. <clears throat> it doesn't necessarily have the most um, or like the best choreography, although I think it's right on on par with the other two. But it was just so fresh and new and surprising. Like I I was not expecting anything special from this movie when I put it on randomly one night, and then all of a sudden I was like crying with this whole puppy delivery scene and then when they get to the the uh what is it the spa or like the the bathhouse yeah the bathhouse yeah yeah and i was also i mean the soundtrack was was crazy uh what is that a marilyn manson song that they play so good uh i don't know it just like I was I was not expecting to go on the ride that I went on when I watched John Wick for the first time. <clears throat> I uh I got a bone to pick with you, my dude. About um order. The second John Wick is the best John Wick, and it's not even on your list? It's not on my list. I don't know why. I don't know. I made this list under <laughs> under duress. Under duress. We've only been doing this for like two months now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It wasn't enough time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, this is your It's hard to rank those, though. They're, the, they're, they're all, all good really good. And yeah. Chapter two, I haven't seen in forever. I do remember it being really funny. The, uh, the like, fight scene on the on the move between uh, 
Oh, with common? Is it common? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, realistically, John Wick 2 should be in there somewhere, but I don't know. It's yeah, not. Chapter 2 might be the, the best mix or the best amount of John Wick, because the first one's a little simplistic, which is not necessarily a bad thing. The third one is almost too much action. I know some people would say... You never have enough, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it does it does feel like overkill at some point in the third one. But the second one, I feel like, is like the perfect mix. Yeah, I agree. They're all they're all awesome, though. It's good yeah. shit. Very nice. All right. That was 45. Uh, my number 44 is First Reformed. The... Uh, mm. Ethan uh, Ethan Hawke as uh, pastor movie, written and directed by Paul Schrader. Um, I just I fucking love how dark this movie is. I love the like existential. Uh, you know what's the fucking point? Climate change is uh, gonna destroy society as we know it. So just kill yourself. kind of feel of the movie the fact that it like radicalizes ethan hawk's character and just his whole his whole character arc i mean the you know that's been a big thing in paul schrader's career is like a crisis of faith exploring that concept and um i just i i adore this movie the ending is still uh still uh haven't really come to terms with uh how I interpret that ending exactly. Every time I watch it, I'm like, well, I don't know. I look at it differently. I've seen it uh, probably four or five times at this point. And um, still, true meaning eludes me. Maybe that's the point of the ending, but I fucking love it. It's one of my favorites. And uh, that's why it's at number 44 on here. Great pick. Do you still have your uh, your notepad after that uh, one rewatch of yours? <laughs> No, I think it got deleted at some point. Bummer. Usually I take those and then I look at them the next day and I'm like, woof. What, was, <laughs> <laughs> what, or what was going on here? <laughs> All right. Uh, my 44 is Nightcrawler starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Hey, cool pick. Thanks, dude. <laughs> An actual cool pick. Uh, it's got a great performance by Jake Gyllenhaal, even if it's a a big one. I uh, love the look of it and how it captures L.A. It is probably one of the best thrillers I've ever seen. The first time I watched it, I was just on the edge of my seat, uh, hanging by a moment. Uh, was yeah, it was just gripped the first time I saw it, and uh, I like the voyeuristic aspect of it. It's uh, kind of similar to Taxi Driver in a way, so I get some points there. And uh, it's just like the the perfect vehicle for capitalism. Just, uh, just a great representation of it on film. Hmm. Very nice. Uh, real quick game break. Uh, it is the second inning. The Angels are winning three to nothing, and they have the bases loaded right now with one out. Oh, out. So no. In typical Mariner. Mariners fashion, uh, <laughs> they're choking big time. So uh, anyway, uh, just wanted to mention that. Tom, what's your number uh, 44? Uh, my number 44 is Parasite, which I'm sure everyone is well familiar with. 
seen as a one best picture mm-hmm. like two years ago. Um, but I don't know. I love this movie for its uh, the the chaos <clears throat> and um, the tension and the stress and the uh, the like surprising and violent climax and um, it's commentary on society. It's funny too. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to rewatch it. I've still only seen it the one time. I bought the Blu-ray. Guess I haven't force fed that one. Am I right? We'll get there though. <laughs> we'll get there. There's only so much time, you yeah. know. That's true. Nice. All right. Uh well moving on to forty three for me, that is When Harry Met Sally. The Rob Reiner classic. It's been a lot of Rob nice. Reiner thus far on our lists and i'm sure there's more coming at least from travis anyway but i don't know i might be tapped out oh no (laughs) (laughs) well the point is rob reiner was just on a fucking tear in the 80s and early 90s and um when harry met sally is just a classic i think it's my favorite romantic comedy i'll say it Uh, i'm looking at the rest of my list and yeah i stand by it it's my favorite romantic comedy um it's just fucking hilarious and clever, and I love the way that it's constructed. That Nora Ephron script, just the best, absolute best. Chemistry between Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan is through the roof. It's just amazing. It's it's the all-time classic romantic comedy for a reason, and uh, that's why it is number 43 on my list. I agree. <clears throat> Big fan. It's a way better Sleepless in Seattle. I've never Big actually time. seen that movie. Is that worth a watch? Yeah, mm. it's a good movie. Yeah, but I just think that I think the chemistry is a lot better between Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan than uh, Tom Hanks and Meg. Mm-hmm. Although you know Tom is he's pretty he's pretty damn charming. I mean, he's made a three decade career out of being charming. Tom Hanks, I mean, it's just it's not as funny. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, when Harry Met Sally is really fucking funny, and mm-hmm. I can't speak for Sleepless in Seattle, but I'll take your word for it. Probably should have had it on my list. Would have made a uh, better case for my whole Rob Reiner shtick. Yeah, dude, you're tapped out. So Stand by Me yeah. and Misery was that was it. Yeah, two pump chump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you done, Matt? Yeah, that's it for me. All right, 43. Might be a surprise. Matt, don't roll your eyes too hard. Bob Egghead's The Lighthouse. Oh, no. Mm. Love all the different ways you can read it. Uh, Love the look. Everything from a production standpoint is perfection. Uh, Love the two lead performances. Uh, They play off each other so well. Uh, I love all the the accents, the dialogue. Uh, give me more of it. I just kind of love watching this movie. Um, yeah, I just uh, think it's kind of a perfect movie, especially from a like visual and production standpoint. Uh, hard disagree, but I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate your appreciate perspective on that film. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, like I don't that hate movie that movie a lot. Movie, I just think it's, 
it's just too boring, I think, to be on the list for me. I don't think it's boring. I just think, I don't know. I like movies kind of that make me think. And uh, I just don't there's, think there's, I don't think there's anything going on in that movie. There's some thinking going on. Mm. What it's about a that good movie. Scene? Don't get me wrong. Which one? There's like 10 seagull <laughs> scenes. The one where he bashes it uh, on the rock. That's pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> How about uh, I do like that scene. Bonus points for cream. Yes, there's good. There's good <laughs> cream here. Um, I like the face melt scene. That's pretty that cool. That is awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I should rewatch it. I just um, it's probably a recency thing. I think that's the main reason I'm giving you shit. Not that I don't have movies that are you know as if not more recent than that. It but. definitely went up on a rewatch though. If that helps. Travis loves a slow descent into madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. gonna hear a lot about that in about twenty-five to thirty picks. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's forty-three. Which movie yes, are we sir. talking? Oh, you know what fucking movie I'm talking about. <laughs> um, uh, okay, number forty-three for me is the favorite. Didn't you already Which have is... that on your list? Oh, no, that was no, Travis. That was no, it's on Travis's list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've already talked about it, but um, I think this movie's hilarious. And uh, performances are fantastic. That's true. Very mm-hmm. cool. All right. Well, my number 42 is The Blair Witch Project. Uh, not going to spend too much time on this one. Everyone's seen it. It's iconic. And... Um, the ending gives me the chills every time. Even just seeing like a screenshot of that dude standing in the corner. Just ugh, fucking heebie-jeebies, man. It's just creepy as fuck. I love it. I love horror. I love this movie. It's uh, the ultimate found footage film. So that's my number 42. I missed the boat on that one. Yeah? Might you be. didn't see it back in the day? Uh, no, I just saw it on Blu-ray like probably 10, 15 years ago at home and it didn't really do much for me. But I feel like I've just, yeah, I missed the uh, the moment. I mean, I didn't see it right when it came out. I don't remember exactly when I did see it, but I don't know, man. You're missing out. It's good shit. I'd it's like to give it a rewatch. I me. saw it when I was a kid, whenever it came out. Fuck yeah. All right, Travis. 14. All right, my 42, some more creamy goodness. Call me by your name. <laughs> uh, peaches spend. and cream, huh? Peaches and cream, baby. <laughs> uh, what else is there to say? No. Uh, I won't spend too much time on this because I, I'm sure it's it's coming again. Um, but there's just so many good moments and... Uh, the scene between Chalamet and Stolberg at the end is amazing. The final scene is amazing. Oh, yeah. A movie with another great setting. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lovely movie. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Nice. All right, Tom, 42. Kill Bill Volume 2. <laughs> oh, um. Way to make me look like a dickhead. <laughs> I know has back to back John Wicks on his list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, I agree with you that um, I never watch these movies separately. Um, and uh, it's very hard to pick one over the other. But in this um, list-making process where there are rules, I had to make a choice. <laughs> so I, I made the best choice that I, I was able to. I put volume two second. If gun to my head, if I had to make a choice, that would probably be my choice too. But mostly for the uh, the Superman monologue the Bill gives at the end of the movie, love mm. it, love it. So wait, you would put volume two first or second? That would if I. Oh, are you doing the thing where you put them back to back? Not to spoil your thing, but. If I, gun to my head, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick volume two is what I was saying. As Not your, realizing preferred. Yes. If, if, if apparently I'm a cheater, if I had to make a, a selection, it would probably be volume two. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's got Pi May in it too. So good. Mm-hmm. I yeah, prefer Pime the May first. Rules. Yeah. You like they're, the they're crazy both... 88 fight scene? Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah, I, lo- I like the Vivica A. Fox uh, fight in the very beginning of the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, I want to watch Kill God Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Uh, that What was that, 42? 41 now? Yep. Uh, it's Die Hard. One of the best action films of all time. John McClane is uh, one of the great action heroes of all time. It's just uh, start to finish. Hilarious. Entertaining. Uh, Bruce Willis just has so much charisma. And fucking Hans Gruber? Come on. He's the best. I just uh, can't get enough of Die Hard. I've seen it, I don't know, probably 15, 20 times in my life. And it's the, let me just peek ahead of my list here, the second best action movie of all time you'll have to wait and see what number one is but best christmas movie um you know i used to say die hard <laughs> is a christmas movie i'm not i'm not gonna be that guy anymore i don't think it's a christmas movie. no no you're off that train yeah you know that's right. like uh, that was like p- my personality <laughs> was like fucking die hard's christmas movie i was that guy not anymore <laughs> i don't i don't want to be that guy anymore. you've matured yeah <laughs> i find that argument so deeply uninteresting <laughs> yeah it's like who cares i mean yeah it, i guess it's a christmas movie but it's not i don't know so i'm not th- i'm not that guy anymore i guess is what i'm trying to say but it's still a great movie christmas or otherwise um that's Fair 41 enough. you've really grown my f- my 41 <laughs> uh is blue valentine oh. it's a very realistic and relatable movie uh Love the look of it, and also the the costumes. They just feel uh, very lived in. And uh, love the performances and chemistry of uh, Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams. Uh, There's some standout sequences. And I do love some of the thoughts and ideas this movie has about just life and relationships. And uh, it's also a pretty sad movie as well. Yeah, but I do love it. It uh, it was a contender for me. Didn't make the list, but 
I do love, you know how much I love Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, there's, there's plenty of Gosling representation on my list. So, Oh yeah. Nice pick though. Thank you. I think, uh, our first dance, mine and Sarah's was a uh, blue Valentine song. I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> blue Valentine song. Is it the one that Ryan Gosling plays on the ukulele? That song? Mm, I don't think so. That'd I'm pretty huge. sure it's from Blue Valentine. Uh, I don't know what song that would be, but what's the song? You don't remember your this, your first dance song? Yikes! Oh well, Sarah <laughs> picked it. You know, I don't know what it was. Hold on, let me look at this. Uh, <laughs> let me go on Spotify. Sounds pretty special. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember our first dance. <laughs> um, you guys can tell me how you feel after your own weddings. Um, oh, while we're on the topic, since Tom is looking up the song, uh, Haley, I, I keep trying to get her to let me, but Haley won't let me. I really want to walk, like, I want my entrance music when I walk down the aisle to be Stone Cold's theme song, and she just <laughs> will not budge on that. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to happen, but. Dang. I think maybe just it's make that your one song. request. <laughs> You can have everything else, Haley. Yeah. I just I want this one thing. <laughs> She's probably right, but I think that would yeah. be amazing. Would be somebody elaborate. somebody tosses me a beer when I get up to the altar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's this "You and Me" song by Penny and the Quarters. You guys, remember that? What? That's from Blue Valentine. Classic. It's in Blue Valentine. Do they, is that the song they listen to when they're in the the fuck motel, Travis? Maybe. Oh man, it's your fucking favorite movie, it. and you don't remember? Let's say it's my forty. What third? <laughs> forty one. Forty one. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Forty one. All right, Tom. What's your forty one? Uh, my forty one is Kill Bill Volume One. Ah, of course. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <sighs> Fun fact, we, I owned the same <laughs> pocket knife that the uh, attempted rapist has in the in the opening scene. That is fun. Oh, Buck? And I like to yeah. fuck? That's right. That's right. I had the same pocket knife as him. That's very cool. You have the same <laughs> knife as Buck. <laughs> <laughs> One of cinema's great uh, heroes. <laughs> that scene is uh, tough to watch. I mean, it's supposed to yeah. be tough to watch, right? But you oh, know, man. actually, Buck is the one who sets. Who he's like the the uh, nurse, right? I'm talking about the guy that comes in and pays the gross, like uh, redneck dude that actually gets on top of her. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and she like slams his head in the door like ten yeah. times. Oh, so good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Wait, but. Oh, wait a minute. No, she no, gets no. a knife from him. Yeah, yeah, I know you're right. I was thinking of the um the truck. Mhm. Uh that's not yeah, Buck. That's keys not from Buck's Buck. truck. It she is. does. How does she get the keys from Buck? She gets the knife. She uh, cuz he comes in, he walks in the door and she uh slices his Achilles. Oh, you're right. You're right. Knife. He comes to check on them. I forgot about that. Yeah. He comes to check on them yeah. and he's okay. Yeah. Time's yeah. up, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Time's up, big boy. <laughs> I don't know. That's good shit. <clears throat> All right. Um, my number 40 is Richard Linklater's Boyhood. It's um, 
just an amazing film. What a remarkable little movie this is. I just love the... It's basically a time capsule. And I think it's especially effective for people like around our age because some of the like cultural touchstones or things that we, you know, experienced and lived through when we were younger, you know, like Harry Potter and the, the soundtrack. I mean, the fact that this movie opens with Coldplay is yellow. Just, <laughs> that's inspired. Um, just a remarkable little movie. And uh, Richard Linklater, as everyone knows, is one of my favorites. And Boyhood is one of his very best. So that's my number 40. All right. Cool, cool. My 40 is Phantom Thread, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, my God. This was my number one of that year, even though that was recency bias. I've since corrected that, um, but still very high up there. Some amazing performances, especially by DDL. Uh, I thought it was really funny. Funnier than it intended to be, maybe. Uh, I think it has an amazing ending and also some amazing music. I uh, love the ideas in this one as well in regards to life and relationships. And uh, it also has some amazing cinematography. Oh, dude, that mountain scene. I forgot scene. about your, uh, huge. your love for this movie. It is it really good. It is huge. But it is not my favorite PTA. That is we'll yet have to, to wait. Yep. Did you guys see the teaser trailer for Licorice Pizza yet? I have not. I'm going to see it naturally. (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) Pretty pretty good. Organically. Uh Uh-huh. In the normal course of events. Yeah, I'm sure it'll pop up before a movie I go see. Yeah. All righty. My number 40 is The Lion King. Oh, Uh, yeah. Just rewatched this with Vinny. Um, You know... On a rewatch, was this before it's not or after that good of a movie? Part two. <laughs> oh no, Tom! Um, don't. I mean, it's his number but, forty. I mean, <laughs> but, but he starts with it's not that good. Of a movie. <laughs> what I mean is, children's movies have come a long way, <clears throat> but uh, I don't think anything is as epic as The Lion King. It's just. You know, it's it's about the king of the whole jungle, basically. And, uh, you know, even on just on the merits of the opening song alone, it deserves to be on the list. Banger. Mm-hmm. All right. What is it now? 39? Yeah, yeah. 39. My number 39 is Call Me By Your Name. Fucking love this movie. Great love What's story. In the background? I don't know. It sounded like uh, somebody turned on a, like a fucking ham radio or something. I don't hear it anymore, though. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. Luca Guadagnino's uh, romance. It's... Uh, Travis just recently talked about it, so I won't linger, but one scene I will point out that I personally love is uh, when they're uh, like dancing in the town square and uh, Love My Way by the Psychedelic Furs is playing. I fucking love that scene. Matt, I saved that 
moment just for you. I didn't say it on purpose. Oh, yeah, thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Simpatico. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it makes me cry. It's touching. It's beautifully filmed, and uh, kind of put uh, T. Shall on the map in a, in a sense. So, good shit. Call me by your name. My How number thirty nine. Are we canceled, Matt? Uh, no, he's he's old. He's old news. I don't really know why. I mean, just homeboy, under the just, radar. <laughs> homeboy just likes to eat people. I mean, what's the big deal? NBD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Army's Army's good in it too, but Timothy Chalamet steals the show. I just thought we might be canceled for champion this movie. On by our name? No. Mm-hmm. If anything, it, uh, American Beauty would have done it. Right. Which no one's canceled us yet, so here we are. <laughs> I got some phone calls in the last couple weeks, but (laughs) I didn't want to drag you guys into it. Oh, shit. You you sent them to our lawyer? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we've been been sending out... (laughs) 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 Bob Blah Blah's Law Blog. (laughs) That's good shit. All right, that's uh, my number 39. All right, my turn. One of the best action movies of all time. My 39 is... T2, Judgment Day. Sick. Uh, This movie has it all. Dazzling action sequences, awesome special effects, an emotional core, um, some sci-fi dystopian ideas, I guess you would say. Humor, Arnold. Motorcycles. Yep, the motorcycle sequence is amazing. Um, It's great. One of the best action movies of all time. I saw a TikTok yesterday. The gist of it was Robert Patrick is the best runner in movie history. Because he like I saw the exact same TikTok. You saw that TikTok too? Because yes. he just like it, I hadn't thought about it, but it's so true. He like runs at a full sprint and like doesn't look like he's breathing at all. Just like chases the bike. Like apparently, according to the TikTok anyway, they had to like reshoot the scene a couple times because he kept catching up to the dirt bike. Like running faster than the fucking dirt bike. Like that guy is an animal. You're too good at this. (laughs) (laughs) I love how seriously the actors in that movie took their roles. Uh, I can't remember. What's her name? Uh, The mom. Hamilton. Linda yeah, Hamilton. Linda Hamilton got so fucking jacked for that movie. Oh yeah, it was awesome. She was terrifying. Um, what are we on? Thirty nine. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thirty nine is Toy Story. Uh, classic children's movie. The ultimate story of friendship. Um, a fun adventure. You know, brings your childhood fantasies to life. It's it's got it all. Mm-hmm. Probably the funniest Pixar movie, I would say. Very quotable. Mm, it's up there. The first you Toy Story. Yeah, the first Toy Story. I rewatched Toy Story for the uh, like last week, and that movie is still fantastic. It's really fucking funny. Very cool. Um, what was that? 39, 38. My number 38 is Michael Hanukkah's cachet. Uh, I can't remember. It came up in conversation 
earlier. This is your third Hanukkah, right? This is my third Hanukkah, and it is the last Hanukkah. I don't think okay. I have any. Yeah. Hanukkah's best film. It's a very, very unsettling and very cold movie. Uh, very enigmatic ending as well. It, uh, I guess it's open, open to interpretation, I guess. I mean, there is something, if you're paying attention, that you can catch. It's basically just a static shot is how the movie ends. Spoiler. Um, but it's just, God, it's just so interesting and unsettling and and strange and it's one of the most impactful movies i've ever seen and um i've seen it several times i think three or four times it's a tough watch but uh like uh michael hanukkah's best i think it's very rewarding and i think it's his his absolute best film so that's my number 38 very cool 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 my turn. Mm-hmm. Thirty-eight for me is the Iron Giant. It's a uh, simple but effective story. I uh, love the relationship between the the giant and the boy. I also love the the voice performances and the animation, and it just has an amazing and iconic ending that the uh, Dark Knight Rises ripped off. <laughs> I didn't realize this episode was sponsored by the fucking Disney Channel. Fucking Lion King, <laughs> Toy Story, Iron Giant. What's going on here? <laughs> and then you got me in the middle with fucking cachet. This this feels weird. Well, then you have a Pixar or two already? Yeah, but that was timing, dog. That's Come Pixar. On. That was that was that was a while That's ago. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Iron Giant is great. I honestly, I thought it was going to be a little higher. I, th- I expected that to show up around like 30 on your list. It's about there. Um, we did lose Tom. Let's see. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Hello. There he is. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear his pick? Or I don't so know exactly when we lost him. Yeah, it's fucking killer, Huge dude. Pick. Nice. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, my number 38 is Nacho. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Get that cold one out of my Very face. High. <laughs> Not high enough, dude. Come oh on. My God. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a, a... This movie has a special place in my life. Along with uh, with my wife Sarah, we watch it together when we want to feel good about the world, about ourselves. <laughs> uh, and it's endlessly quotable. So, if you if you're looking for that in a movie, this will do. One of my favorite uh, Halloween costumes that I've ever uh, done. <laughs> that was a good year. You guys were both there at that party, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, I think so. That was recent, right? The last five years or so. Yeah, bud. We've only known each other for like six. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was recent, like since the time we've known each other, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are correct. Hey. 
Time flies. Right? Time flies, huh? Very cool. Uh, what was that? 38? Yes, that was 38. Mm-hmm. Number 37 is Fargo. Coen Brothers uh, classic oh, yeah. black comedy. Um, It's just fucking hilarious. I love the accents. It's definitely used for comedic effect. The play on words, just the, the playful dialogue I love. And uh, it's a good, uh, like, it's not a murder mystery, but it's just like a, basically just a bunch of bumbling idiots kind of trying to commit fraud and yeah and things just uh kind of blow up in their faces and so many memorable characters i love um what's that actor's name peter stormare i love uh his character it's kind of like the the silent giant type steve buscemi obviously cigarette just the ash yeah so long oh my god (laughs) that scene now like ever since i noticed that that's all i can focus on when i'm watching that scene in the car (laughs) is just the comically long ash and you're just like how is that still on there yeah just a awesome awesome movie and uh one of the coen brothers best films not the best but one of the best too many good ones oh yeah all right, uh, my 37 is Stop Making Sense, the movie that uh, kind of made me fall in love with the talking heads. It is the uh, ultimate concert doc film, a uh, banger of a set list, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's like the most amazing movie ever, but... Um, it does have a special place in my heart because of, uh, yeah, it just uh, kind of making me discover Talking Heads. I'd always known of them, but it never really like gave them a real chance, just knew of their hits. And I actually took a little bit of a deep dive after watching this documentary, and uh, I'm grateful for it. So there's that. Sick. I still have never seen it. Funny enough. Me neither. Put it on when um, you're uh, doing the dishes or folding laundry. It's uh, perfect for that. It's, <laughs> it's not really uh, a... <laughs> as your number 37 pick, I don't know if that's really <laughs> saying what you wanted to say. but <laughs> All right. Next time I'm fucking sweeping... Casper <laughs> off my floor all. <laughs> I would recommend vacuuming, but uh, you know, most of the other household chores should do. Cool. All right. Matt's got really good headphones. He'll be he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, Tom. Okay. Number thirty seven. My number thirty seven is The Hobbit, the nineteen seventy seven animated film. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> talk about nostalgia <laughs> that's that's the one that's gotta be the one that's gotta be it so anyway this movie <laughs> is um much much better than the peter jackson hobbit films which are trash stays true to the story does cut off a little bit of the end of the book but the end of the book is weird and probably shouldn't have been there anyway so um i think that's okay it's got the very bizarre um, 
70s animation style that I really enjoy. And uh, I don't know. I just like the way that they brought the, the movie to life, how they um, pictured everything uh, from the story. And um, it's got incredible music. So uh, this is going to be forced upon Vinny very shortly in his developmental process. Nice. I do like that movie. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, though, so I can't really speak for it. But it's I've never seen it. Remember liking it? Super weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Last Unicorn weird, <clears throat> but um, it's got its own brand of odd. What the fuck is the Last Unicorn? You guys never saw that. I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen it. What is mm-hmm. it? Well, it was just another fantasy book uh, that got turned into a weird ass animated movie, but um, like <laughs> that movie is trippy. Uh, it's got like a giant harpy bird, looks like a vulture with three tits. Uh, it also has a giant like willow tree that kind of comes to life and grows tits and tries to smother the main character in them. Whoa. This sounds dope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was confusing to watch as a kid, for sure. Hell yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to pose a question to y'all real quick. So uh, after this pick, we will have 10 more to go. Do we want to maybe reconvene and do the rest of it? Because, Travis, we basically have what? Like 10 to 15 minutes to do... 10 more movies like rather well, than like I could probably I could probably go to like 145 but that's the absolute latest even then that's kind of pushing it right I mean we've done 15 and we're over an hour so I mean I'll leave it up to you guys but we uh could do like the other 10 like in a couple of days or in a week or something. I mean, how are you guys feeling? Do we want to just fucking power through it or? I feel like we could get close to 145, but if you guys think we need more time, then we can bail out. 10 more picks in 25 minutes. You want to go for it or? What do you think, Tom? Yeah, just be fast. All right. Uh, my number 36 is Boogie Nights. Paul Thomas Anderson, horny as fuck classic. You got uh, Mark Wahlberg's Prosthetic Dong. You got Roller Girl. You got the Sister Christian scene. Iconic. I love Boogie Nights. Number 36. All right. My 36 is Lost Highway, my favorite David Lynch film. What? Uh, yep. I know. That's why you wanted to just blast through these picks, huh, bud? (laughs) (laughs) So you could get away with shit like that. (laughs) Hey, it's my list, all right? Uh, Patricia Arquette is a peach in this. Um, David Arquette playing the saxophone is a vibe. (laughs) Very weird one at that. Uh, this whole movie is pretty weird and also creepy. Um, it also has a voyeuristic aspect to it as well. And uh, it also has just like that movie 
Hollywood quality, kind of like Mulholland Drive. And um, it just feels like David Lynch is, you know, playing in his normal space and uh, is firing on all cylinders. And I also love the music choices. There's some David Bowie in there, some Marilyn Manson. It's awesome. Sick. All right, Tom. All right. 36. My number 36 is Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> this is the best of the Muppet films. <laughs> By a long shot. Uh, this Tom is a Christmas movie, movies. if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch it. You'll love it. Muppet okay. Treasure Island. Oh, yeah. I love Fun Muppet for the Treasure whole family. Island. Yeah, it's a good ship. Uh, number 35, Andre Tarkovsky's Stalker. We talked about it last episode. I had just watched it wow. the last episode. Another mindfuck movie. It's uh, visually stunning. It's weir- very weird, but uh, very thought-provoking. And uh, it's one that sits with you. And I will continue to sit with it the more I revisit it over the years. That's number 35, Stalker. All right, my 35 is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What? I actually do like this movie, (laughs) and I know why it's on my list. Uh, I love the fantasy aspect of it and how well it captures the era with the music, locations, and costumes. Uh, Some awesome performances, very entertaining. It's instantly iconic. I could watch a four-hour cut of this. I just love the uh, the world that Tarantino recreated. It's uh, it's a damn good time. Nice. That's it. All right, Tom. Cool. Uh, my number thirty-five is uh, Beauty and the Beast. I'm just getting all what? these. Jesus. All these, 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 these. <laughs> Did you write these in order of nostalgia? <laughs> <laughs> no, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite of these. Legitimately. Okay. Uh, yeah, everybody knows the story. So Most I nostalgic. <laughs> I won't. Uh... <laughs> we, can, we can move on. All right. It does, it does rock. Number thirty. F- number thirty-four for me Four. is *Grave of the Fireflies*. Uh, one of the saddest movies I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. It's absolutely heart-wrenching. Uh, Studio Ghibli, uh, World War II animated film. Uh, just f- um, fucking amazing. I just. Words can't even describe how fucking heartbreaking and uh, emotionally draining this movie is. It's uh, absolutely incredible. Grave of the Fireflies, number 34. Mm. My 34 is another dark and depressing movie. It is Requiem for a Dream, directed by Darren Aronofsky. Mm. Uh, Love the style and cinematography of it. Uh, I think it really adds to the movie. Uh, it's pretty haunting, has some uh, pretty great performances as well. 
feel like it's a little on the nose, but it's still very effective. It's just um, just a great depiction of addiction and how it can kind of cripple you and the people around you. And uh, yeah, ass to ass, good stuff, right? Got to throw that out there. <laughs> 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 uh, that's it. Cool. Haunting movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my number 34 is The Adventures of Robin Hood, 1938, <laughs> starring Errol Flynn, who is a total stud. Um, I loved this movie as a kid. I still think it's good. I think it's great. It's got um, incredible uh, action scenes and sword fighting and, you know, everything that you want out of a, a Robin Hood story with castle and swinging from ropes and you know all that good stuff it's the best robin hood for sure because i've seen it check it out yeah have you seen any errol flint stuff nope i don't think so no yeah he was uh he was the action star in the 30s i guess (laughs) i've heard of him guy but yeah yeah Cool, cool. Uh, that was 34. Moving on to 33. For me, that is David Fincher's Zodiac. Just a real nail biter. Uh, I love the way this movie looks. I love the way the camera moves around in, in certain scenes. I think uh, the mystery aspect of it is awesome, even though we do not find out and still do not know who the Zodiac killer was. There's some uh, tantalizing threads and kind of hypotheses that this movie reaches that are uh, thrilling, entertaining, and uh, it's just a fucking awesome thriller. And uh, it is my favorite David Fincher film. So that's Zodiac. Sweet. I did rewatch that recently. Um, Did not crack the list, though. Mm, Damn shame. My 33 is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Nice. Uh, One of my favorite comedies. I watch it every year now. Uh, Matt, you know, this is, it really clicked for me when we watched it at work that one time with uh, the group. Yeah. I think you were there. Yeah, I was there. That was the first time I'd ever seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I had seen it one or two other times before that, but when we saw it, or when we watched it that time, it, it really hit. Uh, the opening's great. My favorite moment in the whole movie is when he takes his socks off and he's like, oh, and looks over at Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just so annoyed. Uh, it's the best. Uh, the scene in the car when he's playing the piano on the dashboard and the people are like telling him, you're going the wrong way. So good. Uh, has some other great iconic scenes and uh, does also have some heart to it as well. It's just like one of those perfect feel good, like holiday comedies. It's a classic. Yeah. Very nice. All right, Tom, 33. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we have a. 
a delay situation. <laughs> oh, but anyway, oh, no. I'm forging ahead. Number 33 for me is Hereditary, um, oh. which I just think is um, pretty scary. But more so, it's like the subject matter and the witches and the cult that really gets me going. Um, and uh, I think the performances are really good in this one. And um, we all know that it has a, a pretty um, special scene that uh, solidifies it as a, an all-time moment in horror for me. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. I do like her. Very high. A lot. Very high on your yeah, list. Pretty, pretty high, but you know, I can't, I, mean, I can't be surprised by anything anymore at this point when it comes to your list, Tom. So very nice. That was 33. Uh, 30 I'm unique. <laughs> uh, 32 for me is Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. You knew it was coming. There it is. It's fucking, what a movie. What a movie. Very recent first time watch, but the one watch is all it took. Sky's the limit on this thing. It's really all I can say. So when we revisit this list down the road, uh, we'll have to see. Oh, God damn it. We lost Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dracula's. It's fucking huge. Travis used to be ashamed it's uh, not up here with me on your list. I don't know. That's a little too recent to be number 32. The only reason it's not higher is because of the recency. Wow. (laughs) Tom, what do you think? Dracula, pretty cool, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it's still late. I'll cut out there, guys. Uh, I'm back. I think the audio is better. Beautiful. Um... No, no, no. I think it's all right. Yeah? Is that okay? No, it's, it's not. I can't hear a big <laughs> echo on headphones. You're, you're hearing me like six seconds late. This is garbage. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> what a good app. Uh, never saw Dracula. was very tempted after you described it last time. Uh, I'll get around to it sometime. Maybe, you know, it's Halloween. I should watch it this month. Yeah, definitely. It's quite a good film as uh it is suggested by its placement on my list so 32 dracula good shit travis what's your 32 <laughs> my 32 is very similar to zodiac for a couple of reasons uh it is prisoners Ooh. uh another one from my top 10 of the decade uh i feel like this movie is also about obs- obsession a little bit uh, love all the performances, love the cinematography, probably one of its best aspects. Uh, the ending is amazing. It's, uh, very simple, but, uh, just, I don't know, really, really nails it. And I think it's very well paced as well. Uh, I blew my load on this movie during the top of the decade episode, so... Go listen to that if you want to hear a little more. What movie is this? Prisoners. Mm, Prisoners. Okay. I think this uh, might need to be the last last pick for us today. I'm having some major connectivity struggles. Woof. 
All right. Well, we'll make it uh, seamless. The listeners won't even know. Uh, it would be weird to just do the rest the next iteration. Yeah, I think we just pack them in. Uh, do our final 31. What? It it kind of ruins the the format, but... Oh, you're saying just do like 30 Same in the you. last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, no fucking picking up fiancés from fucking airports. No kids getting sick. None of that bullshit no next time. Connection. No internet bullshit. <laughs> I need your full time and attention if we're going to do top 30. <laughs> All right? You have my hey. word. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, then let's do... Uh, oh, Tom, you still need to do your Tom 32. Needs to do 32, yeah. My 32 is Roma. Um, which I thought was pretty much a perfect movie and um, beautifully shot and extremely emotionally heart-wrenching. Yeah, solid pick. Diane rewatched that one. I'll have to squeeze her in soon. All right, uh, that brings us to our last pick of the episode. Uh, <laughs> my number 31... You guys are going to love this. Uh, this is Nobody Knows. Do either Nobody of you know what, what this is? <laughs> <laughs> so, is this an anime? No, it's not anime. Uh, this is directed by uh, Hirokazu Koreeda, who you two would know as the director of Shoplifters. Mm. This is an earlier film of his that I saw... For the first time, probably, uh, I don't know, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, something like that. I think I saw an IFC. Uh, it was just fucking on TV, and I decided to watch it and loved it. And uh, decided to rewatch it to see if it would make the list. And boy, did it. Here it is at number 31. Um, talking about Grave of the Fireflies being like uh, one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. This movie is also one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. Uh, kind of similar to Shoplifters in the sense that basically it's about a family who is abandoned and this 12-year-old boy has to kind of care for his younger siblings. And uh, it's about their lives and uh, the difficulties they face and how they come together to survive. And absolutely remarkable little film that is criminally underseen. Nobody talks about this movie, but it's I fucking adore it, and that's why it's uh, I had to put it here at number thirty-one. The trailer looks very reminiscent of Shoplifters, but um, it does look uh, very well shot. I'm mm-hmm. uh, curious. They are pretty similar. If you like Shoplifters, you'll like this one. But I th- I think this is a little bit more uh, emotionally resonant, and it's a cooler pick. So oh yeah. Why- why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. My last pick of the show episode. Uh, another action banger, Predator. Uh, Ooh, it's very yeah. lean and mean. I love how macho it is. Uh, love the showdown at the end. The opening and closing credits are perfect. Uh, not much else to say. The uh, yeah, the Predator costume looks great. Uh, great cast. Just uh, the score. Just like, yeah, it's just like it's so iconic. Like for 
like of the eighties, I guess. Like an eighties action movie, it's the poster child of those. Oh yeah. So there you go. Fuck yeah. All right, Tom. Bring it home. Uh my number thirty one is Little Women. Um the which I think one? is the newest one, yeah. Which I think I said before is gonna be an annual tradition to watch Little Women at Christmas. That's how much I love this movie. Um, I love a period piece, and um, I just love following the lives of these uh, these characters. And the performances are really, really good, uh, with the slight exception of Emma Watson, who I could have I could have done without. But um, <laughs> I don't and know. I love, love the. Uh... Oh, what? Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I love I love the romance, and I love the uh, the twists and turns of the relationships between the sisters and, and the other characters. Mm-hmm. And you also love Geta Greywig. I do love Geta Greywig. <laughs> she is an auteur. <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta get some, uh, cinephiles digest like shirts Merch. printed. It's like, um, you know, those shirts where it's like, it's a black shirt with like the, the where it says the names where it's like, you know, uh, Lennon and McCartney and you know those oh, shirts yeah. that sell ours would be like uh, Bob Egghead and yeah Kevin Egghead Craig <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Lass Berman Lass Berman <laughs> hot dog oh, garbage man, it's gonna be huge and Crim Dream Supreme I think that's <laughs> those are directors come on Tom I know I know I know but those would be different shirts different shirts right. You gotta check out the uh, the fucking Etsy shop or whatever for that would be good for <laughs> Cinephiles Digest. Very cool, Little Women. I do love that movie myself, so I'm glad to see it's represented here. All right, well that's gonna do it for for this episode. Uh, it's it's gonna be even more huge than anticipated next time, guys. Get stoked! It's gonna be episode one hundred. 30 through number one. It's going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> Can't wait to celebrate it with you guys, all the listeners and my co-hosts, of course. Um, that's that's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned. The big one's coming. We'll be back soon. Thank you, everybody. Peace out. See ya. It started when you were with him